1: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom.
2: To secure the insecure. This is the podcast of I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seafoot, and every week I'm joined by one very special guest. This week, it's two special guests, and they are the golden couple of Made in Chelsea. You'd have recently seen in Mallorca that not only are they engaged, but they're also expecting their first baby, a baby boy. Now, since they've been in the show for the past three years, we've followed their ups and downs of their relationship, but they've come out the other side. And with thanks to cleaning brand method, they join me on Security and Secure today. I'm delighted to welcome to Security and Secure, Made in Chelsea's Maeve and James. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Very Hello.
3: well. Very, very well. As you said, we're engaged and happy and a baby's on the way.
2: It's almost like you're ruining Made in Chelsea at the moment. They don't want happiness, do they?
3: Yeah, I yeah. it's a double-edged sword. They, they like definitely happy, like, they like the drama. Book. Yeah, they yeah. like happy couple. We we did the drama side, and now we're doing the
2: happy side. Yeah. So is this it now? Maybe is the drama stopping? Are we now just going to chill?
4: Of course not. <laughs> 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 no, between us, well, we obviously we argue, but that's, <laughs> that's pretty normal. Otherwise, drama with other people. No, nope. no, 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 still there. I'm still here. Are
2: you, are you not, are you not? because obviously we've seen in Mallorca, you announced the pregnancy. and We've seen a little snippet at the end of that series of what's become. We've seen a bit of shouting already. But are you not like, I now just want to almost move away and just be a mum now and just, you know, just calm now? Because you don't want the stress on the baby.
4: Well, I don't want the stress. In, no, I don't want the stress with the baby, obviously. But at the same time, I can handle a few few drama.
2: She lives a few arguments
4: it. there and there
3: yeah no, honestly she just... is a red-blooded like they, she's French but she's more Italian Spanish so she's a Latina at heart behind the show you're still red-blooded and um, I wouldn't have her any other way but I think we've spoken about this behind closed doors because she does want to be a working mum but there will be a transition for both of us where where certain decisions the baby has to come first and cool. that's the story of our life I'm, I'm sure
2: and that's what we saw with Binky when Binky had her child that we saw at the beginning of the series. Uh, Binky bringing her child in and it was all very nice. And obviously in Real House of Cheshire we've seen it as well with Hannah. But you're right, you've got, it, it is work at the end of the day. So do you really see your future being on Main in Chelsea? Are you like, this is for now, it's an investment, but then you know, we want to get married, we want to bring up our child. The show's obviously got a shelf life for both of you as a job. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
4: We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll we go step by step. we definitely are very
3: much two people that we do go with the flow um i do have more of a sideline business as a family company that i'm very involved with that's where my foot out the door from the reality tv Uh world is going maver's on the other hand she goes into these other shows and um cleans up and really enjoys it and i think it's something so fresh for like an english tv audience to see maver in all of her frenchness because i see it day in day out but to answer your question, we'll both do it until we think the time is up.
2: Well, the great thing about you, Maeve, on the show is it's, it, you know, James, you called it red-blooded, but it's the vulnerability. It's actually showing the human side and actually speaking with emotion. And I think, you know, as we talk about mental health more and more over the years, vulnerability is actually an asset to shine and to show off and say, look, this is actually the real fitness. I'm going to tell you how I actually feel and not hide behind it, which a lot of people still do. Oh, yes,
4: absolutely. I agree with that. i
3: that's something that we talk about together quite a lot. Yes. How Maver does exactly what you just yes. said, and I put it under my Englishness that I kind of just brush. march, yeah, yeah, brush it under the carpet. Mava likes to say, not under the rug. Um, but yeah, you're right. No, that's that's uh, you've just highlighted something that I didn't even think about for quite some time. She does tackle things head on, and she does say her piece, whether it be argumentative or not.
2: But James, on the show, we've always seen you since that first episode as kind of one of the men. You know, you're one part of the boys club. How have you found adapting to being with Mave and almost having to open up your emotions? Because there are times where you just have to actually speak from the heart and not just, you know, like you said, brush it off. You must have changed as a lesson.
3: Well, we were speaking about that with two other colleagues the other day, actually, Sam and Inga. And it is a moment that you have to decide. As you said, I was one of the boys and I was going out and I was living that university lifestyle down in London. And I really did just decide, I told Maber in plain English, just like, look, I- I'm vulnerable now, you can hurt me. Um, and all the time before, I just kind of shut off my emotions for everyone else. But I knew that she was a good thing and I couldn't let it go.
2: Well, you two are such a power couple. And I think, you know, the magic of your relationship as well is that we've watched it from beginning to now, you know, we've seen the ups and we have seen the downs. What do you think the secret is? Because when you look at Towie, for example, relationships come and go. But with Maine and Chelsea, it seems to be that, I don't know if it's an age thing, but you look at Habs and Jamie, and we look at Binky and when she was with JP at the time, and you two, it just seems to work a lot better. Is there a secret to that?
4: There's a secret, <laughs> which, I, mean, I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: we just, I no, think we the, just...
3: core, the core thing is trust, like blind trusts. She trusts me, I trust her like there, there's there's we, not a lot we, more the
4: secret is we get on oh, we, no. we, we get on really well we, you
2: saying that some people on tari do it for tv that are not exactly no,
4: yeah. i wouldn't
3: say that but i would say that it's
4: no yeah. but i think that would be our secret we do, we do, we get,
3: do on. get on we've got similar morals like yeah when it comes to the crux of it we like each other and we argue about silly things and important things but we really like each other <laughs>
2: What are those morals? What are those morals that you both have and those values?
3: Family is a big Family. one, respect between each other, the trust thing is a massive one,
4: being grateful, yeah, for what each other does for what we do for each other and everything. I'm yeah. very into that.
3: There's lots of things, yeah. I think I don't know, a relationship is so dynamic. We've changed our lifestyles, as you said earlier. I was one of the boys in all of this, but I knew deep down what I wanted, and when Maber came along. Now we're three years ahead and we've lived our relationship out on TV. It sped things up at the start for, I believe, now the better. But at the time it was a turbulent time for both of us. But now we've got a baby coming along mid-November and a house to move into in a month's time. And we are adulting, full-on adulting. Oh,
2: that sounds horrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not the no, baby matter, no, no,
2: but... No, no. <laughs> I'm about to turn 30 as well. And maybe I know that you recently 30. How's that changed as a person? Because I still see, even though I'm seven weeks away, I still see 30 as such a massive number. And it's such a milestone. I'm like, I can't be 30 because 30 are adults. And like you said, you're adulting. I don't know what that means. And I've got seven weeks to learn it.
4: It's, it's, yes, it is. Well, before you turn 30, you always, you think like, okay, I'm going to be 30. It's obviously big. It's huge. Then, then you're 30 and you realize that, there's things that you just, I don't know, like, me, for example, I, oh. the way I make, the way I make decisions now, or the, my mentality has changed about certain things, like, you know, there's things that I, I would not, you know, I'm 30 now, I'm not gonna let myself, you know, slow not, down, slow down yeah. this, you know, like, mm, I think it's hard on, for me to phrase it. Yeah,
3: paper. on that, I think, it's easy to say, but everyone's running their own race. And the sooner you realize that, the, the more comfortable you are. Like for my sister, for example, is, is Mabel's age, my eldest sister. And she's traveling the world and living that bohemian lifestyle that she loves and she's really enjoying it. And a baby in her mind isn't, isn't on the cards for a few years. I know there's a biological clock, but yeah, everyone's running their own race.
2: I love it. So talking about races, obviously you're engaged right now. You're moving into the house. When you're engaged, you do need to have a wedding. What are the wedding plans?
4: So plans are a Christmas wedding next year, but that's it for now. It's going to be here,
2: yeah. It's going to be in
4: England, yes. It's going to be in England. But yeah, we're we're just waiting to actually start the process of organising the wedding. Right now we're trying to be focused on the baby, (laughs) Uh, otherwise it's too much to think about next year Christmas wedding
2: so you've got your Christmas wedding Jamie and Habs are getting married next May so there's going to be two massive I I know everything don't you worry there's no secrets here
3: we didn't even know that
2: well um the invitations are on the way are Um, they okay
3: forwarding address.
2: (laughs) so yeah you need to give your a address. so two made in Chelsea weddings next year is there going to be a bit of competition are you going to be like we need to go another step further because it's going to be the same guests
3: Similar guess, but there's no competition, right? When you're in a different league, there's a different, like, it's just- Are you
2: top of the league, James? Is that what you're basically (laughs)
3: saying? (laughs) I'm saying it's Premier League stuff. Yeah, we're at the top.
4: A (laughs) race horse doesn't compete with a pony, right? (laughs) 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 That one? <laughs> Sorry <about Savage>.
3: <laughs> i think we like we like to throw a bit of shade here and there No, but.
4: But honestly we're really happy for them yeah, <laughs> but
2: yeah, yeah but.
3: We're,
4: not close, we're not close enough to be in competition we're,
3: <laughs> we're also we're happy for them but we're happier for us so yeah. we're we'll enjoy our, our stay and our winter wedding
2: and obviously you're going to be a parent then as well. And like you said, of adulting, the fact that you're going to have your baby there who will be one years old already, the fact you're maybe you're really into your 30s by then. How do you look back? If you could tell both of yourselves, your 16-year-old selves now, about this is where we were at age 30, what would you say?
3: From the stories that she tells um, me, I, I think she would say to herself, relax and just trust the process because you've had a turbulent childhood.
4: Yeah, it's a hard question. Yeah. it's a big one. You're right, you're right. Yeah, it's just, yeah.
3: It's hard, like, like, I've got a, I've got a brother that's seven years younger than me, and he's going through things that I went through at his age, about 20, and it's a confusing time, and you don't know where you want to be, or what you want to do, and there's no sort of, there's a sense of urgency, but there's also, you've got to remember that you're, you're still a kid, and you've got to enjoy going to the the pub every so often. But yeah, I would tell myself, just, just to trust the process, and it's it's cliche, but it, it really is as simple as that.
4: That's everything I always wanted, anyway. So I'm very confident, and I just need to be a little bit more relaxed uh, about yeah, about the future and what is going to happen. Not thinking too much, be because I overthink a lot. But otherwise, You're at
2: home me,
4: should be uh, should be fine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You, you mentioned uh, your childhood maybe you do you want to touch on it or stay away i saw your face and i, c- I couldn't work out if you wanted to talk about it or if you want to uh, no it's well,
4: well, i don't mind i don't mind talking
2: about it it's always good for people because i always think and this is why i set up the podcast until you know someone you will never understand their journey you'll never understand why they are the way they are so you will to understand why you act out certain things why we do see that vulnerability so are you okay to talk about that vulnerability where it stems from
4: okay to talk about it there's so much to say to be completely honest I think I'm an only child and I've been through so much family drama when I was young and sometimes it was a bit too intense and I think that created that made me be someone maybe a bit too aggressive at times and I think it's probably because of what I've been through before that I can't go into details but yeah But at the same time it has been also very good I'm, re- I'm also really close to my family in a way so it's a bit of a it's a complicated one. I'm proud of who I become, to be completely honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm amazing at all, but um, with wow. what I've been through, not that bad. I managed quite well to become actually someone good.
2: <laughs> what type of mother does that want you to become? What are those values you want to instill in your kids? And also, being an only child and obviously not having that support from a brother and sister around you, what do you want to do for your children so that almost makes up for what you didn't have? makes
4: sense. Yes, I would like to be just really close to my to my kids, really close, be really relaxed. Please Following what my way. mom did with me, she's she's amazing and I I would love to be exactly like her because she's a bit, she's a really calm person and I hope I'm going to be able to reproduce that with my kids because I'm very er, on age all the time but probably will. Apparently you change when you have a baby. But yeah, simple as that. I want a bigger family because as I said, only child is not fun. Just being having a healthy, healthy family and simple, simple family, actually, to be honest. Just as long as the the simple,
2: family. quiet. The simple, quiet life that you don't get when you're made in chelsea is basically what you want. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what gonna go What did you think of the Miolka series? Because obviously we've just watched it on E4 uh, for five nights, we have never done before. What did you think of that series?
3: That's serious series for us it was it was all positivity rather than of course maybe got herself into some drama and I think I did as well but it was quite nice to share such happy news with fellow friends in such a pretty environment and for people to be genuinely happy as well like Ollie, Locke and Gareth, like mm-hmm. talking to them about their complications of of trying to get to where we we are now mm-hmm. and all of that, it's its heartwarming some of it. It makes you just understand that you're in this journey with everyone else and everyone's trying to improve themselves.
2: And it's a great education for us and I think because you guys are similar age to me, you're always thinking, well, what if that was me? You know, What if I had to go down that surrogacy journey? What if I had to have a kid? Yeah,
3: yeah you dropped into it. Maver and I's home life, it's turbulent at times and this is where this clean-up, up comes in. It, it's created quite a harmonious Living environment because we did argue about the trivial stuff about James you haven't cleaned this you haven't made the bed properly or Maeve has done something to the dishwasher and I've got to fix it again like but yeah. this this cleanup prenup however funny it is it, it made me accountable and and Maeve and it shares the responsibilities of day-to-day life
4: yeah and that, that really helped us because we were literally yeah, we were arguing sometimes. I was really fed up as well because, of course, I'm a woman. I would, I would clean more than you and everything and and see you not doing much and we'd get frustrated. That, that was just a lot of frustration that we don't have anymore because of that.
2: So talking about this, Method have done the research for it. What did their research show?
3: Yeah, Method Cleaning came out with, I believe, what everyone thought would be the research, where women do take the lion's share of the household chores. And in our family lives before we were together, that was how it was. I think that's part of that generation. I'm sure your parents are similar. But now it is slowly changing. And signing this as the first couple in the UK to do so with Rob Rinder officiating it, it it made it all very serious, albeit not a legally binding contract. It's still something to hold yourself accountable to. And that's what's helped our relationship, understanding the roles within it.
2: And what are, uh, Away from the cleaning, what are your roles in the relationship?
3: Uh, we're both. We're, this is where we share it. It's it's still this like we both protect each other from some of the odd things that we might get online, and then some of the generic things that most people would experience when they're you're out dog walking and you you come a, you come against another um, dog parent that isn't that happy with you. Like there's there's so many little bits in a day that I could highlight right now, but it's Maeve and I just sharing life together. And that's why it's worked so I mean, well. I
4: think it's pretty simple at the end of the day, when you meet someone, when you actually meet, it's really silly to say, and honestly, I'm not that vanilla, but when you meet your soulmate.
3: <laughs> soulmate, <laughs> your okay. soulmate.
4: I mean, it's, it's all about thinking, we, we see the same, like we think the same way. We, we're on the same page about more or less everything. And that's it. We just have to look at each other and we just understand each other that he has, you know, he knows what I think. I know what he thinks. And then we get on with that. And...
3: Yeah, me also understanding that I basically won the lottery. So reminding myself of that every morning when I wake oh. up.
2: <laughs> you
3: can't be sad, can you?
2: So that's the cleaning prenup. Are you going to do an actual prenup as well from a financial perspective? Because you can't talk about prenups and not ask that question.
3: I think this is one that is a no-go between us because we don't want to take away from the romantic side of it. But of course, there are two families that are combining and there are accounts that merge and we've already lived that kind of like we spend from a similar account. We have shared bank accounts here and there. But because even a prenup isn't legally binding, I don't see the point in taking the romantic side out of it because I know how important it is for Maver and and me.
2: And final questions, mainly Chelsea, obviously it's coming back soon. What can we expect from both of you in the new series? Obviously, we've now announced engagement, announced the pregnancy. So what's next? Me
3: Literally. learning how to hold a baby, me going away on work at not opportune times.
4: Yeah. Literally like going through like the whole pregnancy and my moods and how I feel, and obviously having people involved in my. My life and me being involved in their life—it's it's, it's, still—it's still a lot of drama, to be honest.
3: <laughs> you can date yeah. it as well. You got Mavour at seven weeks, twelve weeks, a couple months, and she's slowly getting bigger. And she—everyone's saying how beautiful she is, pregnant, and she's the only well, one that doesn't see it.
2: Such so a method for the research. Best of luck to both of you with the upcoming baby. I hope it all goes well and it's all safe and healthy. And uh, obviously, we look forward to your pictures of your wedding next year. Rob Rinder, you mentioned he was on the podcast last week. Sam Prince, you also mentioned it on the podcast next week. And if you love me in Chelsea, Eliza Batten and Liv Bentley have been on before. You've been listening to Security and Secure. The with me, Johnny Tefter. If you like what we heard, please do go and rate the podcast, like it, subscribe to it, share it with a friend, and give it a five star rating on iTunes and Spotify. You've been listening to Security and